It's a dreadful ball and Chelsea could be in here with Goff who goes for goal and scores! Finds the back of the net! Henri! What a goal! Inspiration for Arsenal from Thierry Henri! Miller, lovely cushion header for The Ghost Goal Podcast. It's finally here. We are upon two European finals, rapidly approaching the Champions League final Saturday. 3 p.m. here in the States, Liverpool taking on Tottenham Hotspur, and in the middle of the week, the Europa League final, another all-English affair, Chelsea taking on Arsenal, Bowl. Arsenal with an apostle. In the final, is this, this, is, this is the first goal goal Bowl in the final? Yeah, first, yeah, for us, yeah, for, Since, I mean, yeah. Liverpool and Chelsea. Because Liverpool and Chelsea never played in the final. No, they played, like they played the FA Cup final, final, I think, in 20, 2012. Yes, first, yeah, first ever. Yes, you got the whole, whole, whole crew, whole crew here today. Uh, I'm Andrew Passaro. We got Alex Moss. Hey. We got Javier Arevalo. We're gonna try to keep it civil, but we're gonna get you ready for the finals. Uh, two huge games Saturday is. I, I've, I've been counting the minutes all week. Very, very excited. Uh, but I want to start by asking, guys, do we have do we have plans yet? I mean, the Champions League final is. I tell people all the time, like, oh, what what what's going on with this? I tell people it is soccer Super Bowl. Like, it's our biggest, you know, it's our biggest club game of the year. You guys have big plans yet? You're still figuring it out? What what are we cooking up? No, we are. Both of us are just shit house. Not excited. Right. For it at I'm gonna respect. hate watch the like, shit out of that. Like after after Europa, my season's done. There's there's one game that like I'm not gonna enjoy watching any minute of it. But whoever wins, it's just it's gonna be miserable either way. But it, it one's just gonna be one's one's gonna be less miserable than the other. So it's like. Just, and while every, anytime you watch your rival win like a major trophy, it's never, you know, it's never fun or you know. So uh, especially a domestic rival. Yeah, so. I get that. I'm uh, I'm possibly having a little shindig at at the, the new apartment. You're gonna kind of do a crossover of housewarming slash come watch the game. So I'm pretty hyped for that. Have a little, have have some people over and uh, get a little rowdy. Just hope Liverpool don't well, lose because then. They'll see the bad side of Andrew. Oh well, and- this is this is what I have to say because credit to me for not talking about this more than I did last year. Last year, if you remember, I had to work and I was in studio and there were hot microphones during the biggest game of the year. <laughs> so we lose. Carius is making those mistakes. Salah gets injured. I can't say a thing. Like like I sh- like the. This is me we're talking about, the guy who never shuts up. So I deserve a medal for that, which is why I have to say, if you're going to hit my phone next Saturday from 3 to 5, it better be about Liverpool or else I'm I'm probably not – I'm not like just, – just don't talk to me. If you're not talking about soccer from 3 to 5 next Saturday – don't don't text me. Leave me alone. Let me watch my team. Let me either bathe in glory or drown in agony. Like one or the other. Just leave me alone. That's all I'm saying. Three to five PM next week. Leave me alone, please. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, quick, quick couple news bits before we get into the games. Uh, our our 
We had the championship playoff today. Aston Villa defeating Derby in the playoff final. Sheffield United finishing in second. And Norwich City returning to the Premier League again in first place. So those are your three teams that are coming up from the championship. Did either of you guys get to watch the uh, the, the the final this morning? I saw bits and pieces of it. I think Yeah, I watched, I watched the whole thing. The whole it thing, was dope. Right? I love the playoff final. And it's perfect that their bank holiday weekend falls in the same weekend as Memorial Day weekend. So you could actually watch a Monday 10 a.m. game. It was awesome. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I uh, was traveling back from a friend's house, so I did not get to watch that. Um, but one thing that we're going to try to utilize a little bit more on on the on the pod going forward, especially this summer, we're going to be talking about big pictures about all of the all of the big clubs. Uh, we do have a voicemail number two zero two six four three eight one nine one. I'm like ninety percent sure that's correct. I'm either going to edit that out in post production, or it's right, and I'm going to leave all of this in there. But we did get a quick voicemail from Steven, so he wants to pop in and give his two cents about all the games. Andrew and the guys on the Ghost Cold Pod. It's it's Stephen Brandt. Anyway, I hope the Europa League match doesn't go off because I don't think anybody should root for Arsenal or Chelsea. But if someone has to win, I'll take the benefit of the doubt and allow Arsenal a one nothing victory. Maybe an own goal by one of the Chelsea players. Anyway, Andrew, if he knows his voice, knows what I'm really going for. I, I want Liverpool to win going away. I have no problem with Tottenham. Tottenham, if this Liverpool wasn't in this, I'd root for Tottenham. Tottenham has a Danish player, and Christian Eriksen's a wonderful. I'm part Danish, so everything Danish is wonderful. But I want Liverpool to have Champions League, because it's one thing that Man City can't buy themselves, is a Champions League. So it would be another thing for those people that are sitting on Twitter, sitting online, telling all of us to go, Hey, well, you get you bottled it. You bottled it. Yeah, we got something there. And we've got, anyway, guys. I look forward to downloading the pot. You guys all know I do that every time. Anyway, have a good show. Obviously, he's rooting for Liverpool. I've actually been on Steven's podcast, uh, the Yellow Card Podcast. Uh, check them out on Twitter. It's it's a good listen when they when they are putting up stuff. I think they I do episodes every Wednesday. Um, but. How, how would you like that, that win for Arsenal, Javier? Oh, a little 1-0 because of a Chelsea own goal gets you into the Champions I mean, League? I would take any any type of win, but I, I somehow I don't think they'll be able to keep out Lacazette and Aubameyang for 90 minutes. All right, let's save, let's save that. I'm going to table that. Champions League final is, is why you know the people are tuning into this one. So I'm pretty sure it's start. the Europa League final, you know. Oh, really? Two of the three teams on this podcast are... Yeah, the two bigger teams in the Premier League are playing in Europa midweek. If you guys were bigger, uh, you'd be playing on on Saturday. Two shitty, two shitty crappy teams that never win anything are playing in the final for their first trophy in, uh, you know, two decades. Wait, I didn't think Arsenal had won European trophies. They haven't. (laughs) We have. We've won the... uh, The Cup Winners' Cup? the Intertoto Cup Inter-Toto or that Cup was. Like the- doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah, some of those yeah. Cups, We're not counting yeah. any trophy that doesn't like, Forest like remotely exist anymore. How about that? Like We're counting yeah, European Cups and UEFA Cups. That's what the Europa League used to be called until about 10 years ago. All right, so so fine. It's fine. We'll win one. We're winning one in two we'll, days. We'll start fine. with fine. We'll it's start fine. with the Europa League. We're not going to be like Klopp and Choke. Emery, Emery's not Klopp. Well, We'll start with Europa League. Some news about both teams. Uh, Arsenal forced to travel to Baku without 
Armenian Henrik Mkhitaryan. And Chelsea, uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek already injured in a postseason friendly, and now there's talk that N'Golo Kante could also miss the match for the Blues. Uh, that was reported originally by the Guardian, but now there's there's rumors that he might actually be okay. Alex, if there's no Kante, what what are your you know? What are your chances, you'd say, for Chelsea in this one, if if he does miss out? I mean, I was going to struggle to make a case for us with N'Golo Kante playing, um, just because I, I thought that that midfield of Jorginho, Kante, Loftus-Cheek, if we hadn't stupidly played our most injury-prone player on a like American football field two days after the season ended, um, I, I would have thought a healthy Loftus-Cheek with the way he's been playing to end this season would have been something that Arsenal hadn't haven't seen against us the last couple of times they've played us. He's not really been uh, either healthy or in form, so he hasn't worked his way into the he hadn't worked his way into the team uh, for the two games that we played against Arsenal earlier this season. But um, he's something that he's a player that gave us completely different dimension and and driving force from midfield that allowed Eden Hazard to be a bit more focused and freed up to focus on like the attacking third of the field. So now that just means Eden has to do even more. He's already going to be a marked man by Arsenal. And, you know, without Loftus-Cheek, Hudson-Odoi, uh, Kante, I mean, Kante helps in other ways, but without so many of like our, not only first team players, but like solid, uh, like first choice players, it's going to be, it's going to be even tougher for Eden to get even like uh, a little bit of space. So, I'm actually going to end up picking Arsenal for this one. I think it's going to be like 2-0 or 2-1. Wow, that takes a lot of fun out of it. I know, and I I don't like to be like that, but I really the only way I see Chelsea winning is if we get absolutely lucky as shit and force penalties and Kepa just has a great penalty shootout because he's he's proven at least in the last in this last season that he's a pretty adequate uh shot-stopping uh keeper when it comes to penalty shootouts. Javier, how do you feel about Arsenal's form coming into this game? I mean, they they didn't exactly light it up down the stretch. No, uh, obviously not. And we had a really disappointing end to the Premier League season. Um, but being able to, our last two games have been wins, which was nice. We were able to win at the Mestaya, Mes, yeah, Mestaya, and uh, and as well as at Burnley. So a couple of difficult away games, which you know, I'm glad that they were able to get that a little bit of confidence back in the uh, you know. In the side, but I don't think that that's that's that important considering the games were like three weeks ago. I think like at this point, it's it's just going to be who wants it more and who who holds their nerve. I mean, a lot of the Chelsea players they've been there before. They've been to finals. Um, they've won trophies, and I mean, I I actually don't agree with the notion that like they're going to be that much worse with without Angolo if Angolo doesn't play. All right, you would be um, alone there. Number one, because if he does play, he won't be playing most likely at 100%. And number two, uh, most of the time when N'Golo plays against Arsenal, and I, I just, especially in Sarri's role, I, I don't think he's that threatening. Like, I haven't been impressed with him that much in that role. And a lot of times he, he gets in good positions and, and, you know, he has like three or four goals and, you know, two or three assists a season, but... From a player that gets as many chances as he did, I think Chelsea had like a crazy amount of expected goals more than they scored. It was like something like if they'd scored the the like right amount of goals that they should have, then they would have had like something like twelve or thirteen more well, points. The, this the, the stat was that Chelsea and like a lot of those chances fell to like in goal. Not Conte. a lot of them, a couple. 
in a, in a, a, in a, lot, a lot of them. No, because he was playing like one of the attacking midfielders. Oh, yeah. Again, press it was a couple. The ball it was like buck back up the field and get into like one. I think you can positions. more accurately blame the 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 number of different strikers we've had who haven't been up to scratch this season for that number. And the the stat that is that Chelsea have the highest expected goals of any of the top six teams, but they have the lowest number of goals scored. So we're just the most wasteful team, yet we still managed to finish third. Um, I don't blame N'Golo Kante for that. I mean, he's he's improved in that role throughout the season. Um, and I, I expect him to improve even more uh, if he's given the chance in, in that role. We don't know what's going to happen with Sarri after the season. Um, so... I, I, I agree with you. It's not so much that we have less of a threat with N'Golo Kante out. It's that we're, we're less likely to I'm win that midfield of battle. In that well, no, because Kovacic would come in for uh, Kante and Barkley would come in for Loftus-Cheek. And Jorginho is supposedly have, has a knock from training, but he's just going to play through it because we already have two of our best three midfielders missing. So uh, it, there's there's been plenty of other bad headlines for Chelsea, so there's not overall like a great mood around the camp over the last like two weeks on top of the Loftus Cheek injury. So they might just we might spanked. be yeah we might it's just be destroyed. That like your players are just like that down on themselves, and I'm I'm pretty confident going into this final. There was also a there was uh, a tweet today too about uh, the president of Madrid talking about how much they have dreamed of Hazard, which I find. Found very funny that it comes out days before he's playing in a European final, um, and and that's that's my like I agree with both of you. Like on paper, right now Arsenal looks like the better pick, but I don't always make picks on this podcast based on paper. A lot of times I'll do it based on emotion or based on you know just a, a trend that I've noticed. On an irrational thing that's in your yes, brain, yes, like picking Liverpool to win the, the the Premier League twice on on the three years that this podcast has existed. That's a real thing; people forget that. Um, but and I, the reason I like Chelsea is exactly the reason I was just talking about Eden Hazard. You've got a player who's shown he plays in big games. He wants to win trophies. Who loves this club, but knows that he's probably leaving, and has the opportunity to keep a rival out of the Europa out of the Champions League. And also help his manager win his first ever top flight trophy as a manager. Like, that is, that is. I'm not saying the Chelsea players right, won't be up right. for it, and they won't. They'll. they'll but it's they'll, been a long like, year. There. Score like it's been a long. Very year. likely Chelsea are going to score, but like I don't think they'll be able to keep us from scoring two or three goals. That, and I don't disagree with that, I, especially with the injuries. Especially, especially with the injuries. Especially with the injuries and the way that like just the lead up to the final. Like we've been in Baku for a week now. Chelsea just got in like two days ago or a day uh, ago. Yeah, they flew in yesterday. Um, and it, it's it's like it just it I I don't know it, it it feels like we've been taking this final like extremely seriously and from their end they're just kind of like yeah it's a final we'd like to win but like everyone at Arsenal for the last three weeks has just been solely focused on this thing and training as hard as they possibly well, can. Well, you guys and have to win. They know they know that. I mean, there's there's rumors that like if we lose this game. You know, our budget's going to be forty million pounds. If we win it, it'll be over a hundred million. So that's that's a massive difference in budget. That could be the difference between signing, you know, maybe one world class player or you know three and a couple other good young players. If you're in the Champions League, it's it's a big difference. Also, being out of the Champions League for three years, it's 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 a lot, especially it's after being in it for suicide if you're trying to be a so. top six or top four team. 
Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're offering big contracts to players like you know someone like Ozil, three hundred fifty thousand a week on Europa. So and, and all the players must know this. It must weigh on them. And I hope that they thrive under the pressure, which they have a lot this season. Which is why I'm backing them to win. Like I think we're going to win. All 3-1, right. So yeah, let's do but... score predictions. Javier's going three one. Alex, what are you taking? I'll say two one. Arsenal. Two two one Arsenal. I'm going to be contrarian, and I'm going to say 2-1 Chelsea. In extra time, though. A 1-1 game somehow gets a little gritty. Set-piece goal. Maybe it's David Luiz. If we keep them from know, scoring man. two, I'll be very impressed. Like, super impressed. Like, especially without Conte, they're scoring at least twice. And I just don't know where Chelsea are getting two goals from right now. Um, yeah. I agree with you. That's why I have an extra time. Oh, a big talking point that we haven't talked about is like, does Leno or Czech start? Because that's huge. I, obviously, every all the Arsenal fans want Leno to start, but everyone understands well, if he understands. Lay out the backstory. Lay out the backstory for Czech. I mean, this well, is Czech's Czech's been playing last all game. of the Europa He's League retiring. games for you guys. He's done well, right? But. There's a lot of precedents that managers in the in the past have done this, where they've played their backup keeper all the way up till the final, and then they play their first. So the reason the that final. this is even under discussion is the fact that earlier this week or late last week, it was leaked that Peter Cech is going to take a directorial role at Chelsea at the end of this season. He's already said he's going to retire, and this would be his last game. And you know, before that news got leaked, it was kind of assumed that Cech would start. Don't you think? Was there any discussion whatsoever about Leno? I know. I, I think there was. There definitely Maybe always was Arsenal fans, but this definitely said, brought it. Leno's our first choice keeper. Yeah. Right? So I mean, I, I mean, and that's the only thing that matters. Whatever the media and everybody else thinks doesn't matter. It's like what the Arsenal, you know, camp was thinking, and what they're definitely thinking is okay. Leno's our first choice keeper. What gives us a like? We this is a massive mat. Like the scale of it, it doesn't matter. Like the sentimentality of being Czech's last game. That's great and all, but. That does not matter at all. We have to win this much more than I, I, any of that. Doesn't matter that he's played us and played great up till this point, and you know that could, that can be what that can be what he can be remembered. He's still contributing to the so final. And I, I would winning. I would say I would agree so, with that as long as it's based off the like both keepers like merit. You know, like Leno is undoubtedly your first choice keeper. He's better than Czech right now. But as long as it's only that reason and not like the sneaking suspicion that Czech's gonna like. You know, fumble a goal, a ball on like the six yard line for someone to knock knock in for a goal. Like Czech will be one hundred percent professional, no matter no matter whether he starts or not. If he starts, he'll play his heart out and he'll try to win you guys the game. Like that, I don't think that his professionalism doesn't need to be brought into question, like whatsoever. I would agree with that. He's he's a he's a he's a professional footballer. Like also, there's a big bonus at, at the end of your contract if you win a game like this. Like. There, there's mo- literally money that would be coming out of his pocket. So, I, but again, I still I think we're Arsenal again. I expect it to be Leno personally. I I agree with Javier. Like I don't see why even in a final, I this type of final with this type of financial pressure on Arsenal, you have to play. You have to play Leno. You absolutely have to play Leno. So that's it. You two are both going with Arsenal. I'm gonna take Chelsea. Let's jump to Saturday, three o'clock. Liverpool Tottenham. Uh, no major injury news for Liverpool. Everybody's healthy and back and back up to speed. Uh, they've been doing warm weather training in in Spain, not Madrid, but the 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 same city that they seem to go to all the time. Um, everybody's good to go. Roberto Firmino, who is a little banged up at the end of the season, should be healthy enough to start. 
Is uh, Alberto Moreno good to go? Or? Uh, did I say Moreno? Okay. Yes, yeah, he is Moreno. Good Roberto go. Firmino, good to go after his end of the year injury issue. I can't tell if Javier is screwing with me right now or not. It's been a long weekend. Absolutely, you, you said, said Firmino. I, it's been but... a long weekend. It's been a long weekend. Uh, and Andy Robertson, who had a slight knock in the Barcelona game, is all good to go. Um, on the Tottenham side, there's rumors now that Harry Kane might be good to go for this game. Uh, would either of you start him if he's healthy? First game in months. I don't think so. Nah, I don't no. think I would. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But like Potch is, Potch is a nut job, so he might. But like I, I would I would start Son up top with Mora and Erickson and Ali and just bring Kane off the bench if you're if when you, you need, need him. him. You know, but I think the intensity is gonna be too high to to just throw him into a game like this and We've seen it takes him a little while to get up to speed. Maybe, maybe that's why you start him because he needs some time to get into a game. A lot of times, I don't so, know if you can risk I don't that. Know. Though. I think it's, I don't know if you can risk that in this game. You know what I mean? Like this is he's gonna be saying you have to fucking start yeah. me if he's fit. He's gonna be pressuring Poch like you better. Well, no, start well, the me, way he can like, play it, the way Pochettino can best play player. it is that I need you for penalties if it gets to there. So I'm gonna bring you on. Uh, I mean, if they're down at halftime, then fine. Bring him on for the second half. He can play the second half an extra time and get to penalties and probably still be somewhat fit enough to to keep up with the pace of the game. But if you play him from the start and he fades super fast in the second half just because he hasn't had enough game time to like reach that level, then all of a sudden you're bringing Kane off and you have your 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 best penalty taker not on the field for what could end up being a game with penalties. So. I mean, Last thing you need is a Diego Costa versus Real Madrid situation. That being what? When he played oh, Atletico the, Madrid, the, Real Madrid. The final played, in 2013 yeah, he came or 14. Off, yeah, and he came off in nine minutes because he, like, again, he re-injured, was injured yeah. at the end of this season, re-injured himself in the opening nine minutes of the match. Yeah, that's the thing I'm worried about, too. It's like if you have – if you're if you're, you're not going to be match fit. So, you ha- yeah, you have to keep him on the bench. Make him your X factor, and you can um, you can justify that with the way so, Son and Moore have been playing. Son maybe not like scoring the goals as much as before, right. but you know he's still a threat. And uh, yeah, him and Moore look to have a pretty good like relationship up top as like a two and a three five two. They beat City without Harry sure. Kane over two legs, so like I don't think that they're not going to be confident with a team without Harry Kane. I think they're gonna they're gonna have a game plan. They're gonna think they're they're definitely gonna think okay. Let's see how we do without him. If we need him and we're stale, they'll you know they'll bring him on. But I think that they also need the energy of somewhat of the pressing that Mora, Sosoko, you know, uh, Erickson and Ali are yeah. going to bring. They need to they need to close the game down. Like they can't they can't right. they they have to come out those first thirty minutes and match you in guys intensity. Like, yeah, and that's it, it. Match your intensity exactly the same because if not, you guys are going to blow them away like you like you've done so many teams this year. I don't know if we're. And they're going to have to do it at the beginning of the second half too, like you know. So there's going to be times in the game where they're going to have to man, which they've done so well this year. There's been times this year where Tottenham have managed games really well, especially in the Champions League. So uh, a huge player for them for that is is Musa Sissoko. I mean, the guy who I thought was you know should have been in, in team of the season for me. I, he's going to be massive in this game because if he has a good game, then. That he's the guy who can break through through the lines through the the Liverpool midfield and Liverpool are going to get chances no matter what. So Tottenham have to find a way to get through your 
you know, very strong defense. And it, it's going to take Musa Sissoko, you know, two or three amazing dribbles or a through ball that he sometimes can pick out very rarely, but sometimes he can do it. And when he does, you know, that's, that's when the, they, they can, the, that, that that team of you know a, a lot of times it's just like Son or Mora individual brilliance so far that's been what's you know gotten them through so far in the Champions League. I don't know if that's going to work against Liverpool. I agree. I, I there also there was one injury that we should kind of address Liverpool wise. Naby Keita borderline whether or not he'll be good to go for this game. He's apparently going to be playing in the African Cup of Nations now for Guinea, but I don't think he's ready to start in this game, especially with the way Wijnaldum, Henderson, and Fabinho finish the, the, finish the season. I run the three of those out there to start the game. Milner comes on if you need him. Um, Shakiri comes on if you need him. Divock Origi comes on if you need him. That's it right there. Like That's who you're going to go with. But yeah, I don't think that they're going to be able to do much against our defense, and I think that Andy Robertson and, and, and Trent Alexander-Arnold will be able to get up and down those flanks pretty easily against their fullbacks and provide that width. Like I, I would say it right now. Like The guy who scored in the Final Fours last year, Sadio Mane, I think you could pencil him in for a goal right now. Like I'm very confident that he'll score. I'm excited to have Firmino back in the lineup, but... Uh, we beat Tottenham twice this year. What? Yes, one of those games was because Hugo Lloris made an error, but that's all the more reason. Like this is and Tottenham could have won that team. game too. The Sissoko missed that one v one where Van Dyke played it perfectly. Yep. The game was at one one yep. then, and would have put Tottenham up two one yep. with like ten minutes to go. Yes, I. I think it'll be interesting if I don't know if Aurier is uh, fit or not, but it'll be interesting. It's one hundred percent going to be Trippier if he's fit. And I mean that, that's yeah. that, like Andrew just mentioned. That's the main advantage that Liverpool have is Trippier just hasn't been up to snuff so far this season. Danny Rose, you feel like he can kind of like uh, he can fill in. Danny Rose, right, he's, he's come also, back to form. He's he also another one of their dirty bastards that they have in that team. They just. Just goes around He's kicking the shit, shit out of everyone right. and disrupting their rhythm. Spurs have plenty of those players in their team. That's going to be probably one of their biggest assets to being uh, what essentially is going to be the underdog role in this game. And I think they're going to prefer that to be sitting deep and trying to counter on you guys and have you guys having to be the aggressors. I mean, I think Tottenham going to do it. We've... I think they're going to do it. I hate it. I don't want it, but I think they're going to do it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. What what scoreline? What scoreline? <sighs> I like this, Alex. Alex is using the reverse jinx whenever he picks. Uh, he's picking Tottenham so that it reverse jinxes. No, I mean, like, like, I, ah, like I said, every time I pick and... against them, they win. <laughs> so, so like, right. So don't pick well, against no, them. But, I like I mean, it at Alex. the same Good time. Pick them. Good. That doesn't that show me that they're the team of destiny. I mean, Liverpool may have come back from three 0 down against Barcelona to win, but. Every time I doubt Tottenham, and everyone, everyone was like, "You drew Bayern Munich nil nil at home. You have no chance going into Bayern in the second leg." Like, yeah, who was like that? But it's fine. <laughs> I don't think any of us were like that. People, but we're thinking that. But, yes, uh, there are more people. Shocking, there are more people than just the three of us who have opinions about football. I just, I just want to make sure you're aware. Well, you know, I don't respect those opinions. <laughs> so many ones <laughs> within this pod. Uh, um, yeah, I just, I, I just have the sinking feeling that. Liverpool are going to choke and uh, Tottenham are going to feast off of a few missed chances by Mane, by Salah, and uh, either get it to penalties or nick a, nick a late goal like they did, did against City and like they did a couple of times against Ajax. And and I think I'm going to say, I'll say 2 1. I'll say 2 1 Spurs. And I, I don't See, like I it. have a very. Just know that I'm rooting I for you, vi- Andrew, lightly, but I'm rooting for you. I know that. I know. 
I know, I know. I have a very different feeling. I think because of last year's failure and because of coming so short in the Premier League that this is the chance for us to kind of solidify how good we were. Like to really Yeah, I, I think there's like almost no way Liverpool I lose. Th- I mean it's like, one game. I, Come I, on. It's one game. Just, Tottenham I, I Tottenham have I'm a better like, chance of this one like, game than they had. They're, they're two also gonna games be they're, they're probably feeling so butter. But they lost they've lost two major finals in the last three years. They lost to Premier League with ninety seven points. You know this team's like we need to win something. We gotta make something out of this season and they're a you great. Can say the same, you can the say the same. Way. You can't say the same. You can about say the same with like Tottenham. Tottenham side. This Tottenham side they, have been collapsing at the bottom been, end of the season, and the Champions League's the only thing. They've that's been kept the sec- them, They've like, been like largely the second a, place team that's pushing the eventual winners for two of the past like four seasons. So, you know, the Leicester year and then the uh, Chelsea Championship under Conte, Conte, they were the second place team. Yeah, but like this just feels like a freak Champions League run and. Liverpool have already been here. I think the occasion might get a little bit to Tottenham. They're going to do their usual Tottenham choke, and I think they're going to get destroyed. I don't. I, I mean, it, it, I could see Tottenham having a spell in the game where they look good and put some pressure on Liverpool, but I don't even know if they score a goal. I, I don't know where it comes from. Um, I'm going. I'm going three one. Maybe Son. I'm going three one. Maybe Son can get a goal, but it, 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 it's. I know that Mora and Son are, are, are playing well, and, and Harry Kane's a threat. Erickson it always is. But I, it's just Liverpool have too much to lose here. There's been too, it's been too many times now where this team hasn't, you know, hasn't won. Klopp is just – he's going to be desperate for it. And you've you got to give it to him at this point. Klopp's, Klopp's like – Klopp's, a, I think, a higher pedigree manager in Pochettino, and he'll be able to, to out-tactician him and – and motivate his players enough to 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 bring them over the line. So I have full faith in in Jurgen to to get them. Here. I'm going three one. I'm going three one. I think Tottenham keep it close, and then Liverpool pull away in the second half. Maybe like the second goal on like the 75th ish minute. Um, but like I said, I love Mane to score. Um, I'm going two, two zero. zero. I I was two thinking zero. two. I don't nil. think there'll be. A I was thinking two nil, yeah. but we'll see. Like we'll see who's gonna have more of the ball. We'll see who's going to be getting the better chances, I think. But the other thing, too, I love Allison between the pipes in this game a lot more than I like Lloris. I love our back line of Matip and Van Dyke a lot better than, than Alderweireld and, and Vertonghen have played this year. I like the fullbacks better. I like the midfield better. I love the forwards better. Like, I, I, we're just, in my opinion, we're a better team. Um, midfield is the one area is, where they can match your intensity, though. You know, if... Sissoko, Ali, and Erickson all show up and play A A plus games, they could absolutely create somewhat of an advantage for themselves in the midfield. And that's something that you guys are agree. trying to do every game, try to out outmax your opponent's intensity. I would agree with that. I think that's a fair point. Um Alex, you said two one Spurs. Javier says two one two nothing Liverpool. Um, if you want to get at us on Instagram, at, on Twitter at Ghost Gold Pod, at Andrew Pissarro, at ASMoss92, at JavierRev9, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know where you're watching. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a big game. It's going to be a big day for the internet. So watch out for that. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm just I'm stoked that I'm actually going to be able to watch this game and enjoy it, and hopefully, and then uh, you know. It, it should be it's going to be a big day on Saturday so um, best of luck best of luck midweek to you guys 
Um, and until Cheers. next time, bye.